0: This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. I appreciate you listening. It is my prayer that something will be said that will give you a greater appreciation for what Jesus did on Calvary. Today, I wanna talk about washing in the blood of Jesus. Jesus was hung on a rugged tree that was shaped like a cross For the sins of mankind, it was the disobedience of one man, Adam, that caused every individual in the world thereafter to be born into sin. According to Genesis 2, 16 and 17, God commanded Adam saying, of every tree of the garden, you may freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat. For in that day you eat of it, you should surely die. Adam ate the fruit that Eve told him to eat of the tree of knowledge of good and evil after she was beguiled by Satan, the snake in the garden of Eden. We see that one man's disobedience caused mankind to be born sinners. Adam and Eve went from being completely naked and free in God to clothed with shame and guilt apart from God. In order for man to become redeemed, blood had to be shed. This was done in the Old Testament by the blood of animals. You might ask, why did God require animal sacrifices in the Old Testament? According to GodQuestions.org, God required animal sacrifices to provide a temporary covering of sins and to foreshadow the perfect and complete sacrifice of Jesus Christ. And this is according to Leviticus 4.35 and 5.10. Animal sacrifice is an important thing found throughout the scripture because without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. And this is Hebrews 9:22. When Adam and Eve sinned, animals were killed by God to provide clothing for them. And this is found in Genesis 3:21. Before Jesus died on the cross. God commanded the nation of Israel to perform numerous sacrifices according to certain procedures prescribed by him. First, the animal had to be spotless. Second, the person offering the sacrifice had to identify with the animal. And third, the person offering the animal had to afflict death upon it. When done in faith, this sacrifice provided a temporary covering of sins. Another sacrifice called for on the day of atonement described in Leviticus 16 demonstrates forgiveness and the removal of sin. The high priest was to take two male goats for a sin offering. One of the goats was sacrificed as a sin offering for the people of Israel, according to Leviticus 16, 15, while the other goat was released into the wilderness, Leviticus 16, 20 through 22. The sin offering provided forgiveness while the other goat provided the removal of sin. Today, we no longer offer animal sacrifices. Animal sacrifices have ended because Jesus Christ was the ultimate and perfect sacrifice. John the Baptist recognized this when he saw Jesus coming to be baptized and said, look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And this is in John one twenty nine. You may be asking yourself, why animals? What did they do wrong? That is the point. Since the animals did no wrong, they died in place of one performing the sacrifice. Jesus Christ took our sin upon himself and died in our place. As 2 Corinthians 5.21 says, God made him Jesus who had no sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Through faith in what Jesus Christ accomplished on the cross, we can receive forgiveness. The animal sacrifices were commanded by God so that the individual could experience forgiveness of sin. The animal served as a substitute. That is, the animal died in place of the sinner, but only temporarily, which is why the sacrifices needed to be offered over and over again. Animal sacrifices have stopped with Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ was and is the ultimate sacrificial substitute once for all time. And this is Hebrews seven twenty seven. You can see that. And now the only mediator between God and humanity. And this is according to 1 Timothy two and five. So we thank God for the blood of Jesus that washes us clean. Once you repeat, repent, I'm sorry. Once you repent of your sins and ask Jesus to forgive you, Jesus' blood cleanses you and forgives you. Just like that. His blood has made you righteous. This is not by your works, but rather by your faith and your confession in him. Romans 10, 8 and 10 says, but what does it say? The word is near you in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith, which we preach that if you confess with your mouth, the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart, one believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. If you have repented of your sins and made this confession with your mouth and believe in your heart, then you are a born again believer, meaning you're a child of God. Hallelujah. You are in right standing with God because Jesus' blood has cleansed you and made you righteous. Aren't you glad you didn't have to go to the priest once a year to get your sins pardoned or offer up a sacrificial animal? Just go to Jesus once with all sincerity of heart and he will do the rest. It is important that daily you renew your mind by reading the Bible or God's word. It is the Bible that you will learn God's way on how to live a victorious life here on earth. The blood Jesus shed on Calvary on that cross is what makes us forgiven, righteous, holy, healed, delivered, and whole. First Peter 2 24 says, who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree that we haven't died to sins, might live for righteousness by whose stripes you were healed. Jesus took 39 lashes on his back for you and I when we were unholy and not thinking about him. We don't realize how powerful the blood of Jesus really is. I mentioned earlier that it cleanses forgives, heals, and deliver. It makes one holy and whole. The blood of Jesus washes us and makes us clean. More than a couple of weeks ago, I heard Pastor Sandra Kennedy on Sid Roth's show, It's Supernatural, talking about washing in the blood of Jesus. Pastor Kennedy talked about how God had given her a revelation on the washing of the blood of Jesus. She washes in the blood of Jesus daily as if she is taking a shower. She's literally taking her hands across her body as if she's washing herself while She is doing this. She is saying to God, wash me in the blood of Jesus. Wash my eyes so I see like God. Wash my ears in the blood of Jesus so I can hear what I need to hear. Wash my mouth in the blood of Jesus. Wash my hands in the blood of Jesus. Wash my feet in the blood of Jesus. Pastor Kennedy stated that after doing this and teaching this in her church, she saw large increase in the number of people being healed in a very short time. It was amazing. She did a survey about a hundred people and told them to wash themselves or their spouses, their children, even their pets, their households, their offices in the blood of Jesus for two weeks in the morning and in the evening. And she reported that 80 to 85% of those that participated saw God move immediately on their behalf. It was like an invasion of the Holy Spirit. People started seeing angels getting healed, being set free and delivered. She believes there was a new season put upon the church that was broken when that uh, solar eclipse happened. She believed that that eclipse was something physically that appeared. And as a result, something spiritually broke loose on the earth. Now, we know that it's the devil's strategy to keep us ignorant of the power of the blood of Jesus. The blood can take care of every area of your life both physically, spiritually, whatever is on your heart, whatever is in your mind, the blood of Jesus can take care of that situation. It is sad when we see the church have the same problems as the world. We, the church Christians, have answers through Jesus Christ. The world is sick and bent over, and we are sick and bent over. The world is depressed, and we are depressed. It should not be. We must realize our authority and power in the blood of Jesus. The power of the blood of Jesus washes us, makes us clean, forgiven, healed, and whole. It is hard to believe that we can be thoroughly cleansed and healed through the blood of Jesus. Yes, you must accept this by faith the Lord is waiting for the church to lead the way. It is harvest time. We must understand the foundation of the blood from the old Testament. Matthew five seventeen. Jesus came to fulfill the old Testament. The priests washed themselves in the blood morning and evening and were healed of everything and any sin. And they applied it to other people. The priests were the guardians of the health of the community. If we really understand the blood of Jesus, we too can exercise that same authority as the priest did in the Old Testament. There are people listening who feel that God will never heal them because of their past sins. Listen, God is not holding your sins against you. It is the devil that brings condemnation. John three sixteen says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God did not send a son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Just repent of your sins and he forgives you. Psalms 103 verses eight through 12 in the new King James version says, the Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in mercy. He will not always strive with us, nor will he keep his anger forever. He has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor punished us according to our iniquities. For as the heaven are high above the earth, So great is his mercy toward those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. I believe God's word and the power of Jesus' blood. Next week, Lord's will, I would like to share a testimony I witnessed firsthand about a woman whose family was preparing for her death and God supernaturally healed her body by the washing of the blood of Jesus. There is someone listening who wants to get set free today. Like the woman with the testimony, I am talking to you. You feel like God has forsaken you, not hearing your prayers, mad at you because of your sins. You, if you are serious about the things of God right now, you can have an opportunity to pray with me. If you are at home, you can raise your hands high in the air. Please do so if you can. If you're driving, please keep both hands on the wheel. Remember, God does not condemn us. It's Satan who condemns. The Holy Spirit brings conviction, not condemnation. There is a difference. Conviction brings forth repentance and condemnation brings forth guilt and shame. This prayer is for you For anyone that is serious and want to get in right fellowship with God, you might not, you might need to be saved or forgiven or cleansed or delivered or healed or all of the above. Get ready because you are able to be washed in the blood of Jesus and become totally whole. I'm going to make it sweet and short. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I repent of all my sins and I ask for your forgiveness I confess that Jesus is Lord. I believe you raised Jesus from the dead. I wash my entire body now with the blood of Jesus. Thank you for making me whole, for saving, healing, cleansing, delivering me in Jesus' name. Amen. Remember, it's not about me. It's not about you. It's about him, Jesus. Remember, it's not about me. It's not about you. It's about him, Jesus. We've been calling to look at you, but it's about Jesus.